And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindegaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello, I am joined today by Lee Wood, a St Albans City supporter who is uh, one of the hosts of A Pod Full of Saints, a uh, St Albans City podcast. So Lee, firstly, welcome to the Glovers cast. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Yeah, we were uh, we were wondering whether it was going to be it was a bit of a struggle in National League Premier to find supporters who were willing to come on and talk to us for some clubs. So we've been very pleasantly surprised by National League stuff. We're two and two at the moment. So uh, doing doing all right. You're friendly bunch, aren't you? Well, we do what we can, mate. You know, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, it doesn't always sort of tend to be that way, but on the whole, yes, we're quite chirpy. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, yeah, the the, the um, Dan who we spoke to from Memo Hempster was a was a very nice chap. Uh, it wasn't very friendly about giving out three points, but we'll uh, we'll come back. <laughs> we'll we'll come back to that. We weren't that friendly anyway. But <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, I was saying to you when we spoke the other night that uh, I, I remember. Travelling to uh, Clarence Park as a, mm. as a as a very young man, so it's obviously a very long time ago, judging by the grey hairs on the side of my head. Anyway, um, <laughs> but uh, going to watch the Oval against St Albans in the mid nineteen nineties. Now, as far as I can tell, that is the last time either of us um, faced each other. Um, so, I guess I could start off by asking, uh, what's been what's been going on with St Albans City in the in the last thirty years or so? Goodness me! Well, yes, yes. Um, so. Yeah, flirted with promotion and relegation. We've had financial sort of turbulation, like probably most clubs yeah. at our level. We've had good players. We've had some not so good players. I think it's just the it's the epitome, isn't it, of like a non-league club where you just yeah. have to you have to endure every single emotion <laughs> during that the, time. The downs Otherwise, make the ups seem better, don't they? <laughs> oh, very much so. Very much so. Luckily, we've, we've, we've had a few ups. Um, yep. Yeah, I would say the last sort of last sort of 10 years, I guess, has, has been a bit more productive. Um, yeah. But on the whole, yeah, it, it's been an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, and some good FA Cup runs as well. That's always a good sign of a non-league club. I remember for years people said to me when I told them I supported Yeovil, oh, you did all right in the FA Cup one year, didn't you? Mm, so, yes, and I know absolutely. St Albans did uh, only a couple of seasons ago. You got uh, quite far into the competition, didn't you? Yeah, so we beat Forest Green at home, who were top it. of the top of League Two at the yeah. time. Rob Edwards was the manager, who's now going to be leading Luton Town into the into the Premier League. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, it was a I mean, I've been supporting the Saints for over 30 years now, and it was our day in the sun. You know, yeah. we were on the we were on the beep. Um, the TV cameras were there, the and the old girl was absolutely rocking. You know, so it was it was a good day to be a Saint. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah, they're always uh, always days to remember FA Cup times. Well, uh, you, you've mentioned there about how um, the the recent years have been have been quite good to you. Would it be fair to say that last season was uh, was a uh, a, a very good year on the whole for St Albans. Obviously, not not a promotion year, so not quite perfect, but ultimately mm. a, 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 an enjoyable one by the looks of it. 
I suppose you could look at that ultimately. Um, it didn't. We had a very rocky patch in which it actually cost our manager his job. Oh, right. Ian, okay. Ian Allenson, yeah, who, who was with us for six years. Wow. Former Luton and Arsenal striker. Um, yeah, he was a real, he was like a solid figure for us. And he sort of really turned the corner and, and helped us become a bit more professional. But I think, you know, results just weren't going his way. Jonas maybe got a bit twitchy. So they looked to promote from within. And now we've got uh, our former player, David Noble, is now in charge. Right. OK. And what's his background, David Noble? Oh, so David Noble is a very well-respected um, ex-professional player. He's played did he, over... Did he play for Exeter City? Is it that he David He did. Exeter, ah, yeah, exactly yeah. that. Yes. I know the one you mean, yeah. When you said yes. the name, I thought, it rings a bell, but I can't think why. But I remember him at Exeter, yeah. Yes, yes. So as you imagine, he's got his own philosophy mm-hmm. on, on how the game should be played. And he's slowly but surely trying to implement that onto the Saints. Okay, and what is his philosophy? Is he uh, one of these that likes to get it down and and, and play it a bit, or is he um, exactly that? No, exactly that. I mean, he's a he's a a, you know a massive Arsenal fan, so he likes the he likes his players to play with confidence and 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 with finesse, even play out from the from the back. You know, he wants ballers on the ball. There's no point bypassing at the midfield. He likes to get it down, play, attack with purpose, attack with pace. Okay, well, sounds exciting. But um, I, I think I'm right in saying I, I watched your podcast post your your win over Weymouth, and, and thank you for that. But the um, uh, you've had quite a few changes. Am I right in saying the, the starting eleven had about six or seven new faces? Is that right? Yeah, I think most summers uh, we do have an influx of new players. Yeah, but this summer in particular has been a bit of a major reboot in terms of personnel. Right. Um, eight, eight or nine new faces in total. Right. Uh, some of them have been known to us before, and some of them not so. So it's it's all really exciting. I think because of the style of football that that David Noble has played since he's come under, uh, since he's come in into the club, the fans are going to give him some grace. Of course they are, but I think ultimately it, it is results that are, that are going to count at the end of the day. And we are hoping, fingers crossed, that these boys can get some sort of cohesion and hit the ground running as we embark into the new season. Yeah. And and how was uh, pre-season and obviously an, an opening day win? Um, again, listening to your podcast, it, it didn't sound like it was a comfortable win and, and Weymouth gave you a bit of a run for the money at the um, at the at the end of it. But how, how has it been generally building up to the season so far? I think the priority was just to get for David Noble in particular was to get the right kind of players in. Mm-hmm. In terms of the number of games we played, it was quite truncated in terms of previous seasons. We only played five or six pre-season games. Right. He wanted that time to be spent on the training pitch, mm-hmm. getting the players to know each other. Um, I mean, it was good. We had some good results and, and we played well in patches. But as a, as a football fan, just how much can you gauge from pre-season games? Yeah. It's, all, it's just all about you know, fitness, isn't it? And shape and implementing some sort of tactics. But I think that the, the bottom line is it's going to be tough for us to get all those players to sort of, you know, sing from the same page immediately. Mm-hmm. But Weymouth, the home game wasn't too bad. I mean, we had them on toast for the good part of an hour, but we seem to be, as soon as the opposition score, we do panic a little tiny bit. And there's some sort of doubts creep into our minds. But I guess that's the same with any side. 
um, especially one as inexperienced as ours in, in terms of the way they know each other. Mm. I was going to ask you a bit about the personnel, obviously a, a lot of new faces. Um, one older face for you and, and one that's familiar to the Oval fans of a, of a certain uh, vintage is, uh, is Sean Jeffers, who's obviously scored, um, played, played for the Oval for a, a season or two, I think, and obviously scored yeah. a lot of goals for you. He wasn't in the starting eleven, is that right? Or he came off the bench, I think, on Saturday. Is that an injury or is that... Oh, something? it's... Uh, yeah, this is an ongoing saga. Oh, it's right. like it's like the who shot Jr. sort of thing. In uh, it's now that that's dated you as well, isn't it? So well, be it has a little going, bit. Who yes, the hell's Jr.? Really? Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> um, it's a it's it's a will he won't he sort of uh, a scenario. So all right. Even so, when when David Noble came in, he has used Sean Jeffers sparingly, shall we say, politely. Okay. Um, opting to sort of uh, having come off the bench, more of an impact player. Um, he 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 believes there's more. He believes more emphasis on fitness and running up front. So, and and obviously Sean Jeffers is more of your, you know, Boxing your Berbatov. Yeah, yeah, you know, his his skills lie elsewhere, shall we say? <laughs> and it's it's it is. I, I will not lie to you. It's a genuine frustration mm. um, for Saints fans because you've got a striker here who has religiously scored 25, 30 goals a season. Yeah during the last four years of, yeah. of him being in a Saints shirt. Mm. And we don't know any other club in the land who would just bench their striker no. off the back of it. He doesn't run as much as as the other players around him. But then again, we're not the manager. So no. in Noble, we trust. <laughs> I think there's I think that's only got a certain shelf life. So let's let's see how it how it goes. Okay. And so has he brought in some other players that do have a bit more of that? Is there, is there anyone in particular we should be keeping an eye on on Saturday who might catch the eye? Um, I think for me, we signed a fellow called Gio Rasulo from Banbury in, in, in the summer and they were devastated um, that, that they lost him. But the fact is, in pre-season, he looked hungry. And of course, that is the aim of the game in pre-season. You want to be impressed, you know, and all of that sort of stuff. But he, at the minute, has just been a class above. Mm-hmm. He scored four goals in one pre-season game, uh, admittedly against lower league opposition, but he's he's looked a different class at the minute. And he's forged a really good partnership in the middle with uh, Ryan Blackman, who, yeah. who was our captain for the last season. Two really excellent um, ball players. You know, they retain the ball well. And as you know, ball retention at this level is going to be absolutely gold dust. Yeah, um, and they always look positive. They always want to play that forward pass, and if, if those two can hit it off in the middle of the park, then who knows? You know, a whole new world can open up for us. And it might not be a case of we lack strikers, but we certainly have more attacking midfielders now. Okay, so goals may be coming from uh, around the pitch as opposed to just through, through one one or two players. That has been the aim because that that has been our Achilles' heel for the last mm. two or three years. We've we've relied quite heavily. Um, on Sean to get those goals for us. And I would say the midfield, without being disrespectful, haven't really chipped in with their fair share. So maybe this season is the time to time for change. Yeah, time to do it. Right. OK. And that sounds a bit like uh, a cut from the David Noble cloth as well, doesn't it? I mean, he, he scored a, 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 I'm sure he scored a banger against us for Exeter once or twice. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he'll do that well. Um, I, I suppose you uh, need to turn our attentions to Saturday then. Uh, mm. I, I guess, firstly, are you are you planning on making a trip to Yeovil? 
I was planning on making the trip work permitting. Um, oh, I actually okay. designed, yeah. So I I work for quite a lot of football football clubs on on their social media and oh, right. their programs. So um, I I think unfortunately uh, work may get in the way this time around. But right. um, I will certainly look forward to catching up with you on the on the return game. Absolutely, yeah. Well, well, we'll we'll mark you down for that one certainly. But so so, what are you expecting? As you say, we, we as you know, I should say, we 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 didn't have such a great start. M O M S did. Welcome to National League South, and uh, and and you obviously had a, had a win. Um, so uh, does that mean that you're coming into this game with uh, with a bit of a spring in your step? I'm pretty sure that's not how non-league football works. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, firstly, I have to say, you know. What what were you doing letting Hemel beat you? Well, I mean, it was. Have you just, seen the goal? I have. have. Goal? It was. Well, there you go. It was fortuitous, if if, if nothing else. Mm. Um, but I, I mean, bringing our step. Um, I would. We don't fear anybody. I think that's fair to say. I think that David Noble has got us being competitive all the way throughout. I mean, Ebbsfleet, who ran away with the league. Last year, when they came to our place, their manager said that we were the best team that they played. So right. on our on our day, we can we can absolutely mix it with the um, proverbial big boys. Um, but you know, it's going to be tough, isn't it? It was the one fixture that we all looked at, probably yourselves and Torquay, and thought, you know, if we get anything anything from those games, uh, we've done extremely well. So it is going to be tough, but we're looking forward to it immensely. Right. Okay, well, uh, we're, we're, I guess we'll all have to wait and see what goes. But do, do, do you think there will be a, a decent following coming from St Albans? There absolutely will be. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I remember coming, I remember going to Yeovil back in the mid-90s when Graham Roberts was in charge. Yeah. Uh, so, and that was a good day. And I have to say, um, we've got a few fans that are sort of going down for the weekend and they're very much looking forward to it. We'll have a, I reckon we'll have a good couple of hundred down there, hopefully. Really? So. Yeah, it should be a good day and a good day for football. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, we uh, wish them all a very good uh, uh, trip and, and hopefully one coming back without any points in the pocket. But we, <laughs> we said that we said that to Dan from Hemel last weekend and, and look how that one turned out. So we'll we'll keep our keep our uh, chickens uh, waiting to see until they hatch, I think. But very Lee, good. anyway, thank you very much for joining us and hopefully we will catch you up on the return leg. Take care. Brilliant. Thank you. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott, goal! 